You're listening to Talking Tunes, and joining me on the radio today is DJ Wipe for Five. <laughs> With a tune like this, you have to sound very sort of, you know, mellow and relaxed to start things out, you know? Okay, DJ Wipe for Five. It's really chill, mate. It's hard to chill after all that hectic trying to get set up and get everything going. <laughs> I'm sort of, yeah, kind of intractably placed into a bed of wires. Tell me about it. I already, I've got like six wires. Do you know what the, one of my pet hates is black wires. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what they are? <laughs> you got all these, all these black wires, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Why can't they just make them different colours? Please, God. I have started to label some of my uh, bits of bobs because you know, sentient human being and it's helping but yeah I'd rather just moan about it really <laughs> the same yeah what I do with my USBs uh, for my controllers is I put nail varnish on the end of them one has got red nail varnish on both ends and those have got green nail varnish and silver nail varnish then you know what cable goes to where and if you wanted to go out to a local punk night you're all set and the other pro tip if you play off a laptop which I do is the colour in your plug so that when it's in a row of plugs you're like that plug there that's got the, the brake core sticker on it, that's my plug, and you're not unplugging like the mixer or something. Yes, I've realised this at sort of 4.30 in the morning when all the lights are flashing and everything's loud, it's uh, incredibly disorientating. You don't want to un- you know, unplug everything. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? <laughs> I threatened uh, Jack Malchance with that. Um, yeah, we haven't, we haven't spoken since. <laughs> First tune, Pure Imagination. Tell me a bit about this. I, I can't think who wrote the original, but did you ever listen to it uh, at uh, Charlie at the Chocolate Factory? That's that's what I would associate it with, yeah. yeah it's beautiful. This is this is a um, obviously a piano jazz rendition by a chap called Bill Charlap. Uh, I think he's I think he's still going. Uh, and the reason I've put it in is because I'm really completely in love with how soft and gentle and tremendous a piano is, and this is a perfect example of almost when you can hear the way that somebody's breathing coming through the touch of the keys. The song itself um, is important to me because of the places that I can go to in my head when I listen. And, you know, it kind of reminds me that I need not feel trapped or stuck and, you know, you can pretty much do what you want. So it's really a healing piece of music for me, yeah. And, you know, I like Doof Doof, but it's nice to have a break, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Doof Doof is fantastic. You do you do need to have a bit of a chill out every now and again. We love it. <laughs> I don't use Spotify, but I do have one Spotify playlist, which I think is, like, I call it something like, not Aggie rave music. <laughs> Only one list. Yeah, same, same kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. Got a nice uh, Spotify playlist called um, Fondue Jazz. Now, this is Simon Jones coming in. This is This is a masterpiece. I, I boggle at how he might have put this together. You know what you want to do with that, right? You want to put a banging on it. Yeah, yeah, it's sick, that. It's an excellent example of quality musicianship. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's also massive shit posting, which I'm really into as well. Yeah, it's... What is it? Is this breakcore? Is it donk? Is it just a bit of theatre? Yeah, yeah, theatre's a really good descriptor, I would say, yeah. It's epic. We throw that word around a lot, don't we? But I I would definitely put this in the dictionary as the example of, yeah. What sort of genre would you even call this? Because a lot of people make this sort of music, and I always struggle with like genre names. Not that I want to pigeonhole anything, but like, do you know, if someone says, "Oh yeah, what sort of music does Simon Jones' Chill Out Donk Experience make?" Well, obviously, the word "donk" in it would give it away a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I, I struggle with genres at all because there seems to be thousands, and I don't, I'm not really sure where one ends and the other begins. But I think it's quite nice that it's it, that that we do struggle to, to place it because it does take us to so so many places. Let me see, what's that? I call it meme music. Meme core, yeah, almost. yeah, meme core, yeah, that's probably about right, isn't it? I wouldn't call it core, because core's like, Yeah, okay, meme, meme, epic meme donk, yeah. <laughs> or, or memetic. 
if you really want to get the dictionary out. Ooh, yeah, uh, that, that sounds cool. Th- then you'll notice there's a, there's, a, there's a strong theme running through this um, this mix that you put together. It's all very meme epic, I hope, yeah. Well, it's your choice, your choice to choose, right? I didn't put it together. I just roughly put them together by what they roughly sounded like, you know? Yeah. Put the easy stuff at the beginning, put the hard stuff at the end, uh, and mix it up in the middle a little bit as you go along, like, you know? <laughs> but that's the formula for any DJ set. Start it out reasonably all right, and then end up just going balls to the wall, you know? Yeah, I love it, I love it. It's, I've really, um, every time I do a mix, I think, oh shit, how am I going to improve from that? I sort of panic each time, and then each time I come to do it again, I learn something new, and yeah. And that, that's one of the things that I've learned, so I'm feeling very credible right now. Yeah. How long have you been DJing for? God, I started, um, I just started at the beginning of lockdown. I mean, it saved me, actually, and probably a lot of people might speak in, in those terms, but I was really struggling terribly at work and, and in fact, with everything, and uh, I ended up getting dismissed, which was the best thing for me, really. But I had this in the meantime. I sort of bought this control. I was like, oh, well done. Is this another one of your impulse spends, my darling? And it wasn't. I didn't take my headphones off for about two years. I've, I've probably do about two years. I've racked up so many hours practice in that time, yeah, and it's completely transformed my life. Just the, jo- the joy and the energy of it is uh, is profound uh, yeah and when you realise all you got to do is press play press sync cue it up in the headphones <laughs> wait for the right time bring it across it's like <laughs> really is that all there is to it it's not that hard is it no it doesn't get boring either and that's what I think one of the many reasons that I, I pose as an excuse why I haven't started to produce anything yet because don't get that kind of instant satisfaction from it also I have been <laughs> like I don't know who I'm trying to justify this to I have been learning to beat match but I I, uh, I do, I do I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sync kid really definitely yeah but also you can do stuff with it it gives you gives you more headspace to jump around uh, in different ways I think that's really important I sync everything I'm more than happy to admit that you know I'd always say that. it's always literally the first thing I do but the, the ear for beat matching is where you play in two tracks and you, I'm sure you've done it yourself where you you know try, try to bring the two tracks in but they're actually out of sync they are actually out of, the, the beats the BPM's the same but you just need to pull it up on the jog wheel a little bit you know and when you pull it up on the jog wheel to bring it in sync as in the phase is in sync then it's like that is that's that, that's the only skill that's yeah necessary. yeah which if you if you do vinyl if you do vinyl you, you do that morning noon and night yeah, well, that's that's it. It's a, sort of there's no necessity almost for me to learn, so I'm a little bit lazy about it, definitely. But I'm happy with that. Yeah, I always say it's the selection. It's always a selection, tune selection. As long as you're having fun. If some purist is in the back stroking his beard, going, "Oh no, she they press sync again," it's fine. Yeah, fuck off, mate. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not playing for that. I mean, I, lo- I love a good beard strokey kind of hang around and you know really analyse what's going on. And it's just one of my friends was saying to me earlier, you don't get, you don't get anyone coming up to you, do you, at the end of the night going. That was a banging transition. <laughs> no one cares. Just they just want to have a fucking good time. Yeah. Although I've had people come up to me and say good transition, only in that you've gone from one track to another track and it worked really well together. But but no but no one ever says, oh great beat matching. Oh that beat matching was so supreme. You haven't clanged your mix. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Oh, you haven't asked me probably on purpose. How I came up with the name DJ Wide Five. Well, the thing is, this is going to be like an hour-long interview, and if we do all that in the first five minutes, then the next fifty minutes is just sitting here going. Uh... Oh, well, that was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll wait. Yeah. Uh, awkward. <laughs> you don't have to do it all straight away, like you know. Okay. This is it. Just over keen, over keen, and it, but it's cool because it's exactly this kind of energy that has really helped propel me to stop. I haven't stopped. I'm, I'm taking my headphones off really for that entire time, and. It, it's been great. It's just the first time in my life I really felt like I put effort in, and the reward out has been has been greater than. Yeah, definitely. And mm. um, we could talk about what's happening in May, but you know, again, just don't rush it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. You know, tease it out. You know, fucking out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know English literature, right? Yeah, that was my um, degree. Little book nerd. Yeah. You know, you need to tell a story, right? And if the story is, if once upon a time there was a prince and he overcame some evil and some uh, some difficulty in his life and he won the princess. Oh, that's cute. In the first page of the book, the rest of the book is just, and they all lived happily uh, after, yeah. you know, they bought a three-bed semi-detached house, 
and you know, it's been boring. You know, you need to you need to, you need to structure your story. And then <laughs> every page, Jake likes toast for breakfast. <laughs> Suited English literature as a degree. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I sauntered along. The, the thing is about English literature, and I really ought to have thought about this before I took the course up, is they make you read a lot of books, and they kind of they kind of make you read more books than you really have time for in between, you know, playing Gran Turismo and eating bacon sandwiches. So. But it was still worth it. I can't remember anything about it really now. It's been years, but it was. I did enjoy it at the time. I remember this really kind of sparky energy in my head about the things I was learning. Yeah, it's great fun, really. So just need to reference the fact that we are still playing the Simon Jones Chill Out Donk Experience track, right? That's why I'm going into tangents. Absolute tangents. I know, right? I love it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it also, yes, yeah, it's, it's nine minutes and 41 seconds, so you can really have a little breather. Uh, Mm-hmm. I love a little dance around. Yeah, I love it. Normally I've cut tracks down like five, six minutes, cut them down. But your whole thing's like an hour, hour and no, two minutes. So, uh, yeah, let it play. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that'll, that'll do it, won't it? Also, I want to get Simon on here one day to do a talking tunes, so there you go. I, I, I you know, I, I'm a massive fangirl. This is, honestly, I, the first time I heard this piece of music, because it is an absolute masterpiece. I've never heard really anything like it in this kind of relatively narrow sort of ray for, forum in which we're kind of jotting around, you know? Listen to that. Massive. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I just love it. Yeah, massive fangirl. Um, definitely. In some respects, though, I find a lot of this meme music, they all reference the same sort of things, like air horns, put a donk on it, and all that lot. I find, I find after I've heard it a few times, it gets a bit boring. Yeah. Whereas Blobs to Be, does not, every track he does is different, you know? I know, it's gold. Blobs to Be is absolute gold. No, I agree. No, I hear what you're saying, but also I'm going to, that's another reason I think to defend uh, Simon Jones' uh, track, not that you're attacking it particularly, but because it's so inventive in every, in every other way, I, don't, I think the joke still carries. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't particularly attacking it. Yeah, well, thank you for correcting me there. Shere Khan, Ireland's best producer, without a doubt, right? I know, I know. <laughs> Again, massive fangirl. And the reason that this Mr. Wonderwally track is so funny, because we're taking two very hackneyed pieces of music and turning them into something entirely new and, and, and hilarious. I think it's a lot about music that takes itself way too seriously, even in rave, and that gets, for me, quite dull quite quickly. Um, so stuff like this really keeps me interested. I mean, what's he done here? He's got a drum and bass tempo <laughs> with uh, Wonderwall with the Mr. Happy siren. <laughs> yeah. I can't really get enough of that. <laughs> again, that's just sort of, it's the same joke again, isn't it? But done an entirely new way. I'd, actually, Shere Khan was the first person who set, he'd, uh, he did a chemtrail set, uh, I don't know, at some point last year or so. I sat down and took notes on that. I don't know what I did with my notes, but I remember being so impressed with what, what he was doing and how he was putting things together that I needed to try and, you know, garner some of that wisdom for my own stuff, definitely. I hear that he's playing Bang Face this year, and they told me that that's probably going to be the end of Shere Khan. For the foreseeable. No, what do you mean? Well, he's getting sensible, that's a problem. <laughs> oh no. Never get sensible, that's a rocky mistake, like, you know. Oh no, oh no. No, please, oh no, dude. You know what? I had a long time off the rave scene, a long time, a decade, really. I'm just, it's just such a joy to come back to, and all the same feeling is there, and the same freedom and havoc. Uh, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a sad loss. I'll have a midlife crisis, I'm sure. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Both relate to that, can't we? <laughs> da, 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 da. Same, same. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, you're doing your own podcast as well? Eat, sleep, donk, repeat. Yeah, that's a little uh, show goes out on Slack City uh, Radio. Uh, you know, a couple of people have written to me here and then, gone, "Oh, I like what I like that show," and that's great because uh, you probably appreciate this from um, radio yourself. You're kind of just broadcasting out to a blank wall. You don't really know how it's going down. So, oh yeah. So it's nice for that to come back in, and it's been good that show because it's kind of pushed me to keep 
working, constantly working, constantly listening. Yeah. You know, it takes me a while to put each show together because I'm, I'm very low tech with my uh, with my tech. But it's great, and you know, I've had some cool people on to interview. I did a, a really nice, uh, well, I, I would call it um, exciting little break course special last time. It's cool because it's just sort of keep it. Yeah, I, I suppose to say it forces you to stay current, doesn't it? Yeah. I think you need to have at least three or four projects on the go at any one time and be constantly busy with all of them. Yeah, <laughs> we know what we're talking about, don't we? <laughs> Wise words. But making sure you deliver, like, you know, at the end of the day as well. Yeah, it's cool, it's great. It's Microfist, who I actually only recently discovered, because like I say, having a long time off, come back to this whole reams of this break call that I haven't heard before. And the reason I've put this in is, um, I sort of, this is quite a clumsy descriptor really, but we've got this element of that kind of girly dance music mashed up with that, that break call sound. And that's quite good because it's sort of catering to two sides that are sort of fundamentally key to traditional DJing, isn't it? Get the girls on the dance floor and then the sort of blokes follows. Lazy definition, but I think that that, that I think Microfist is achieving that quite well with this. Is that the whole purpose of DJing? Is to get the girls on the dance floor and the guys will follow? I've been doing it fucking wrong for ten years now. I read a book, right, and it was called How to DJ Properly, and they were very authoritative. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very easily pleased. So I, I, I mean, it's like I say, it's sort of naff advice for now, isn't it? But um, how to DJ. At some shit nightclub in the high street, perhaps. No, you're right, actually. You're right. But there was a picture of Carl Cox in the book, so, you know, I, I, I took it as high authority stuff. <laughs> Talking absolute. Yeah, well, he is a high authority, yeah. Talking shit, I'm afraid. But I think, you know, but it's quite good because it, it kind of satisfies for me that kind of stupid, crappy urge to dance to shit disco music but but instead we're bringing we're bringing a break core noise over and that's that's those chopped up breaks are really kind of the things that are keeping our um our heads engaged yeah so it's um it's great fun for me i feel like two worlds are satisfied at once yeah nice bit of bass there as well like that that's the other thing it's just like I don't know how to describe the, the sounds I'm listening out for very well but that's a really crisp clean finish to it uh, it's a really really rich bass and that's a winner isn't it talking a lot of shit I hope it's okay the other problem is I can't remember what I've said at the beginning of the sentence so if I sound like I'm waffling please fucking cut me off that's alright waffling's good waffling's good <laughs> that's just talking shit oh thank you my love no it's just good I mean that's what people want to hear in a podcast I think it's you want to hear a bit about you and all the rest of it you know but also I think people just like listening to just talking yeah just a bit background noise a bit company isn't it yeah very much agree with you I find when I'm doing my podcast as well, because I do a lot of editing, I notice a lot of ways people talk. Mm. And people, when people, all the little things that people do, I'm always thinking about making a YouTube video about it, but I'm sure it must be out there. It's all the things people say, they don't even realize they're saying. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and, do you know what I mean? And, uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, lo- lo- yeah, oh my god, yeah. And it's just like, oh my god, we just stop saying that. Because when I edit someone and, and I've taken out every fucking, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? I like, oh, just stop it! I know, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> well, the other thing that really annoys the life out of me is when people run the words together. So they. Yeah. They. Um, they. I know, it's absolutely maddening. Oh my god, I could kill people for doing that. Oh yeah, because you can't chop that. I'm sorry, Kushdi, you're going to have a terrible time with <laughs> a terrible time with this, I think. I'm so sorry, my love. <laughs> Goodbye, Amber Leaf Yellow. Goodbye tonight. We literally miss you every day, man. I quit smoking, it was the worst day of my life. Amber Leaf Yellow. 
Soldier um, in Brighton, uh, I don't know, last year sometime, and the energy that he puts into those performances is really, really uplifting. So, got a lot of time for that as well. Yeah, definitely big up. Like I say, we don't, we don't want to stand there stroking our beards, do we? Particularly not me, not in public. Um, so, just to go, to go, and you can kind of really feel, yeah, this is really good, really good at getting an audience engaged. Uh, yeah, so that's great. I love that. Eugene McCauley, you heard him? Yeah, Eugene McCauley. I mean, that's the sort of same sort of vibe, but he, he's friends with them. I think they've done a few tracks together as well. Yeah, well, especially when the Donk Wars kicked off for a couple of months in, whatever it was, last autumn or something. Mm. Yeah, Eugene McCauley, sort of similar. And there's loads of sort of people that I, I kind of really wrestled with about putting into this episode of Talking Tunes. Uh, no, awesome. And Eugene McCauley, Void Boy, Lobster Bee, Gully Teen. Yeah, big up all you. And now you're into one of the kings of mashcore. Just couldn't, I couldn't love an artist more. Yeah. And shit, man. And again, it's got an original and best. It's like sort of referring back to Venetian snares, isn't it? Uh, and what I really like about Shit Matt is actually still working now. He's got stuff on in um, our art gallery in Margate. No, like makes proper artist. Uh, make he's a proper artist. Uh, that's another thing I've got a lot of respect for. I think he pioneered this style as well. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I mean, I know encyclopedia on it. Well, one of yeah. No, likewise, not, not neither. But I can imagine making this sort of music. And everyone going, uh, what the fuck are you doing, mate? I know, perfect. And the, the whole, I don't know if he's still associated with wrong music, but that whole era of, what was it, like 2005, 2007, I was having the best time of my life. And then Shipmap was just pioneering it all. Yeah, really love it. I mean, some of it, some of the sort of production of it sounds a bit, uh, I could do with a freshen up now, but, you know, I'm still, I'm still very much in love with this stuff, yeah. One of the things I always like about Mashcore and a lot of the breakcore is the amount of work that goes into it. When you hear things and they've like obviously sourced a sample and put it in a certain way to sound a certain way, but it's like one or two seconds of music and it probably took them an hour to do it, you know? Yeah, I never thought about that. I've always sort of looked at it and gone, oh yeah, that's probably quite cut and paste really, but it just shows you, you know, how much I've got to, to learn, yeah. Like you look at this track, right? If it suddenly goes, oh, I like mashed potato, you might go, oh yeah, that was a funny little sample, but like how long did it go and cut it and get it just right, do you know what I mean? Lining it up, and I suppose there's, there's that mixing and mastering, isn't it? Making sure that none of those frequencies are clashing. Looks like hard work does. I can't wait to do it. I kind of, mm. I say that. I say I can't wait to do it. I said I've fucking done it, but I will. I will one day. Yes. I don't produce this damn hard, damn hard, damn hard. Well, you do that break call for Insomniac's albums. So I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. I get some good, good pull on that. Definitely. Well, right, the reason I like doing the label is because I don't think I'll ever get to make music myself. I can do mashups. If you want to try it? I've got to do mashups. Mashups are, uh, are, the, are, the, are the toilet humour of music making. You know. <laughs> I love mashups. I've done a few, I've done a few, just sort of with double dropping tracks, really, that kind of thing. Yeah, I love it. Been doing Britney Spears at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you just throw that into a door and give it a bit of a tweak so it sounds just perfect, and you're away, like. Dynamite as well, king of that. Mm. Yeah, Dynamite sets are incredibly good fun. Yeah. Now, some things hard to choose tracks for this sort of thing. 
all uh, all what I'd roughly call bang face music though. I mean that's what I would call. I mean, if, if, I know like you're saying it too much because it's like you're just trying to fanboy too much on bang face. Yeah. But it's like that is literally all the, all the music I like is all the stuff they play at bang face, and pretty much everything they play at bang face, with a few exceptions, is all the stuff I like. Yes, yes. I remember the first time I went, uh, and I was like, "What, what, what fresh heaven is this? All my favourite sounds, all my favourite people, uh, are all running around in this. Oh, it looks like a bit of a category D prison, doesn't it? But we're all having a great time, and I can have burgers and vodka, and I'm happy. You know, and I'll, I'll worry about my health later. <laughs> I'm just anyway, chucking inflatables around. I felt like a you know six-year-old child, most inappropriately so. But you know, really, it's a nice place to kind of just enjoy, enjoy just enjoy." yourself and you know we don't know enough of that not a big fan of the mainstream drum and bass or the mainstream techno but i mean you know you can't be perfect you know what i mean no i know what you mean i think uh, and I, this is why would things like ship simon jones all this kind of silly music is good because it keeps you interested i can't listen to an hour tech straight techno set anymore it's switch off stop switching off or the drum and bass and it's just like foghorn remixes of classic jungle tunes it's like seriously what are you doing lads yeah, whatever. I know what you mean. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're probably all just going to be hanging out in the Queen Vic the whole time. So that was shit, Matt, and this is some unknown artist, My Man's Gone Now, featuring Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, her voice in this is just absolutely stunning. It's a real kind of uh, beautiful melancholy, soaring melancholy. It's, you know, we don't want to indulge that too much in ourselves, but this is just, yeah, it's just so soft and stunning. It's um, a track from, uh, written by George Gershwin, who's a big um, American uh, classical jazz composer who famously did that summertime right yeah exactly yeah that's it so and i think some i don't I can't remember if summertime's in this sort of opera but this is and so another uh, a whole series of jazz bangers uh porky and bess yeah and actually didn't he make that one the flake advert or whatever it is oh fuck i don't know um or some chocolate advert from probably the 90s know me <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember that flake advert. I just can't remember the music. Yeah. And the lady in the bath. Yeah, that was it, yeah. Probably because uh, a lot of his stuff is kind of quite iconically recognisable. Uh, the, the, the harmonica player in this is Larry Adler as well. He was great because he didn't really, you know, go to any particular school. He couldn't read music and, you know, went, went on to be really successful. There's a lot of snobbery attached to music sometimes. It's nice to break through all that. Oh, gotcha. Absolutely. I mean, I think the most important thing with music is how does it make you feel? 
Yeah. How does it make you feel? And if it makes you feel happy, then what else is there to, to be concerned with? Yeah, done. I sort of listen to quite a lot of classical stuff and, you know, a couple of my friends are like, oh, don't you know anything about classical music? And I'm like, it's like wine. You don't fucking have to know anything about it. Just drink it. So if you like it, just drink it. It doesn't matter. And like, same with classical. You just start with like an essentials playlist and just have a great time. Go anywhere. Take you anywhere you need to go. I Just people don't crack dig. They just want to go on Spotify and say, yeah, Spotify, satisfy my music needs now. I mean, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but sometimes that's great. You, know, you don't always want to dig around, do you? It's exhausting sometimes. Sometimes I find I'm auditioning tracks and I'm done. I'm done in like five seconds sometimes. You're probably the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally five seconds, that's it. Well, I, I, I can make my mind up in five seconds. Normally I give 10, 15, or you just got the wrong bit of the track or whatever. But it's like, I don't know, I was listening to commercial radio. My kid's in the car and what have you, and they want to commercial radio. But it's like pop songs these days, the stuff that's on the radio. You listen to it, if you ever listen, if unfortunate enough to listen to it. It's all like three minutes max, two minutes max, and it's all chorus, 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 done. Yeah. We are starting to sound like our parents used to, I'm afraid, darling. <laughs> I can't really avoid that, but yeah. I do listen to a bit of Radio 1 here and there just to get my head around what the production style's like these days, but yeah. This is uh, Umek. This is uh, this is by Umek. Uh, this is a techno producer back in the day. Probably still is, probably still going. The reason I put this in is, um, you know, it's got it's kind of a hypnotic element. It's not too boring, but there's some dissonance in the way that that and that harmony comes over that really keeps me interested you know you know and it was never into happy hardcore and then kind of just gets on my tits really but this has got a real kind of bite to it and um you know the time was out listening to loads of sort of hard trance this would just cut through the cut through the chaff for me yeah brilliant you don't like happy hardcore i know i'm a real miserable git like that <laughs> I'm I would have thought I, I would have, I, you, you're going to be finding yourself unfriended on Facebook because like you're in the hard silly mental music takeover right talentedly and if you tell them you don't like happy hardcore they'll kick you out uh, oh no but I, I don't know it's just I think at the time it's just too simple for me I didn't really understand how to connect to that sort of simple euphoria because you know when it's complicated broody teenagers that's probably the issue but. and I, I struggle a little bit with nightcore as well um, god they are going to kick me out now but um yeah that's it you're done <laughs> fuck off mate just the interview's over uh, but 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 i am getting into it. i am getting into it and i just realized that yeah i am almost there's there's a stroking beard man in all of us aren't they and i need to put him to bed and let the let the happy hardcore kid jump around a little bit definitely yeah, no I'm not, I, happy hardcore it's all right but after a while it's a bit because yeah. it's just happy you can't stay in one state forever can you can't just be happy it's just it's madness i mean number one you'll irritate everybody you know and number two it's just impossible to sustain so mm-hmm. these kind of changes and shifts in music are what are, what are keeping us interested so same reason i can't listen to a full techno set full drum bass set you know all that so hard city mental music group on facebook got a takeover at bank face <laughs> gonna give a shout to void boy and uh, i want to talk to him a little bit further on this one anyway so i'm not gonna talk too much about that but uh tell me a bit about it well, I don't, I don't know. We're in a little Facebook chat. We're hoping to all bash through a half hour set each. I cried. I sobbed like a child when um, Void Boy um, sent me a message saying, would I want to be part of it? I was like a little girl just gets a pony from Christmas. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, we're, we're all absolutely champing at the bit and can't wait. Excellent. It's so nice to be somewhere like that. You know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on about this now because it's really, really important to me. I did, put way too many eggs in my in my God, I've got to play at Bang Face basket. And the reason I did that, oh mate, I know it got got a bit unhealthy, and everyone's like, do you know what, mate? You're fucking insane. You did a little. <laughs> no, no, I'm being cruel to myself. Really, I appreciate. It probably looks outwardly quite concerning. And I realised after after a while, I didn't really need to be quite that obsessed. <laughs> Don't need to be that obsessed about it, Kaylee, because I had a lot of the things by then that I I pinned on that, you know, and. I, but, but it works. <laughs> we've got to take, we've got to take care. I don't think we can, nobody can not take Kaylee to Bangface at this point. It works, now you've got to go to Bangface, so. Yeah, I hadn't thought ahead about that. And then looking back, I was like, oh God, have I just got in? Because I've just jumped around so much. They're like, oh my God, will you just get in the fucking car and shut up, right? <laughs> I just can't deal with you anymore. Yeah, it did work, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, all's well, ends well. Do you know what time you're playing? don't know yet um, I think it depends on when uh, what the set allocation time slot thing is yeah I don't know alright fair enough 
Uh, half an hour, good, good time as well, because you can go in there, have a good old buzz, do your set, do your thing, and then be like, out. Yeah, out, back on it, yeah. Whereas if you do, you do the hour set, an hour long set, sometimes I find with an hour long set, you get to 45 minutes, and you feel like you've played all your A material, <laughs> but you don't want to. You don't want to limp in on the last 15 minutes. You want your 15 minutes to be as the best 15 minutes, you know. Yeah, and you've burnt through all your stuff. Yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. That's where that Simon Jones track comes in handy. That's, that's a good 10 minutes out of the way. <laughs> So no, hard silly mental music group. I, I'm trying to chat to Void Boy. Definitely should get that set up anyway. But uh, some big names on there. I mean, you know, everyone's cool. Everyone's fucking awesome. But good to see lots to be on there. That's yeah, absolutely recognised. Yeah, that's going to be great. Lots to be well overdue bang free set. But it's, it's, it's not so sort of nice for all of us really to have a bit of recognition for kind of the work we've been putting in. All right, I did scream and shout about it a lot. But you know, I have been working fucking hard. Like, I've never worked so hard at anything in my life as I have trying to become a DJ and it's great I love it but yeah it's nice to get that back yeah Kiliak's on there Gully Teen's on there um... yeah 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 Gully Teen's making some absolutely fucking fantastic I hope the swearing's good Gully Teen's making some fantastic noises I was talking to my friend about that actually it's quite interesting when you listen to the sort of stuff that they're doing and you think you kind of almost start to understand something about the person because the kind of those sonic frequencies that are driving them in a sense I'm possibly overthinking that but it's a very yeah, I'm really into what Gully Teen's doing. Yeah, very much. And I see down the bottom, Poo Girl. It's like, what a fucking great name. <laughs> oh, look, it, it names about genitals and shitting. We're never going to get yeah. bored of that, are we? Definitely. <laughs> oh, man. So what are we doing? So if you don't like Happy Hardcore, what's this? It's not, it's like, how dare you? Yeah, but this is happy-ish, isn't it? It's happy sounding. I suppose. There's some dissonance there. Let's get fucked. Well, this is Sample Junkies, just top of his game, isn't it? And Jack is it, who was also top of his game, comes with a beautiful remix there. This sort of track of well, whatever year it got released, which couldn't, couldn't put it down. And you, generally, the kind of mutant bass scene's a little bit slow for me, as probably noticed, but um, this is punching in about 170 normally, and that keeps me very happy. Yeah, I love it. Is this 170? Don't think so. I think it's like 160. Is it? Is it not? <laughs> is it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Lost counts. Got an app on my phone called Tap BPM. Oh right. So you just tap you just tap the screen in B and then it tells you what the BPM is. Oh go on then. Oh listen to that. I don't know, yeah, riser's getting a bit hackneyed, isn't it? But Oh crikey, look at that, you're right, it's 170. Hey! Well I think it might be 172. 172, but yeah, it's definitely the 170 region. 174, something like that. Yeah, oh come fair, fair play. Yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good tempo. That's the thing I noticed because a lot of the stuff I'm playing is really, it's probably too fast really, but if you're going to play stuff at sort of 20, uh, 215, 220, 250, you've got to give people a rest. So 170, you can probably get away with rolling it a bit longer. Just play a bit of atmospheric, something like that. Some, you don't really get that in like mutant bass or this sort of hard bass sort of stuff, but uh, jungle, jungle, you know, you put a jungle tune in, you can do jungle at 170 and then, you know, let it go atmospheric or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, I've started to. It's interesting you mention it because I think that's quite key. Yeah, quite key to keeping yeah your sets alive, isn't it? It's that chop and change. Yeah, we said that ten times now, but yeah, chop and change. No, you only said it once. Um, oh, good. You said um, dissonance three times though. Some people might be going out getting the dick string looking that word up. Yeah, and you know when you do that thing, you use a word. Oh, fucking hell, I want to use that word. Is it the right word? It's like all the anti-vaxxers who keep talking about cognitive dissonance. It's like... I know, man! <laughs> you know even less about cognitive dissonance than you do about fucking vaccines. <laughs> the horrific irony being that they clearly haven't quite learned enough. <laughs> don't know what Actually, mate, if you knew anything about that, you would probably revise your position. Oh, yeah, yeah you vaxxers, you're all cognitive dissonance. It's like... Uh, no, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that my new name? Thank you, goodbye. Yeah, fuck off, mate. Yeah. Mm. Wrap the tin pole a bit tighter, yeah? <laughs> Sample Junkie, anyway, yeah, big in a game. He's been around for a good 10 odd years, hasn't he, or more, I'm sure. Oh, really? From Ireland as well, so there you go. Oh, right, they got the island massive. I think, is Jackasid over in Tokyo or something at the moment? I don't know. Is Jackasid playing Bad Face as well? Can't wait for that. Ah, cool, cool. I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
so yeah it's just a sort of solid well-produced uh speedy little manga Why for five? Where'd that come from? It's like um, my way, my new way of describing it to people is rather that you could cover me in dick and throw me to the gangbang. It's worth putting it out there, isn't it? Yeah, you never know. Mm. So, cover you in dick and throw you into the gangbang, mm. wide for five. So what, as in five dicks? Yeah, my, my friend, I was almost offended. He was like, what does wide for five mean? Is it is it five fingers? I was like, how, how dare How dare you suggest it? Of course it fucking isn't. There you go, you live and you learn. So yeah, no, it's a gangbang reference. You should have got Poo Girl. Poo Girl is simple. You don't need to explain Poo Girl. Poo Girl! <laughs> don't need to explain Poo Girl, you know? <laughs> Nobody wants to know much about that either, I presume. Well, I know, not, not kink shaming or anything, but yeah. Likewise, yeah, sure. But I'm sure I'm saying it's a simple, easy to understand one, you know? <laughs> yes. Poo Girl. Yes, okay, good. Yeah, thank you. Okay, why for five? And I must admit, you know, it does have the element of. It sounds. For the uninitiated, it sounds a bit wrong. As in, it sounds like it, it might be a, some sort of sexual reference or something, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Yeah, good. Cerebral element to it, you know? You know, so I like that, yeah. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, have uh, fuck. Uh, well thought out intellectual gangbang sounds perfect. This is Tim Exile. This is fucking excellent as well. And Tim Exile's in there because he's just I'm an absolute hero in terms of being. It's just an anarchist, an incredible improvisy technologist. I always thought Tim Exile was jungle. Yeah, I think he sort of started in sort of jungle drum and bass stuff, and then I think got increasingly frustrated at just that stuff in just that four four rhythm. So he built a couple of iterations of what he now calls his flow machine. He's just doing it all live. This is a nuisance Gabaret album, which is the first kind of oh, how to describe it. It's just anarchy, it's anarchy in, in noise, and um, it moves so fast. He's doing so much with it, and it's. You know, He's a real poster boy for me in terms of musical inspiration. The jungle I know him for is pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, oh, that must be going back quite a way now. Yeah. We did a, what's that oh, track? We did a really good track with John B. Absolutely pounding. <laughs> Can't say that seriously, no. I'm just trying to follow this in my head. I don't really see where it's going. It's like... Oh, that's why it's good, isn't it? You're sort of jumping through it. Kick there. Yeah, no, I can, I can relate to that. <laughs> doof. We know, we know doof. Because I like the idea, right? And this is one of the things, going back to DJing as well, but any music, by definition, music is just repetition. So if you're doing a train wreck mix, as long as you're making it sound repetitive, you can get away with it. <laughs> And the same is true of music. Well, you do have to st style out your errors, I guess. <laughs> style out your errors, exactly, that's it. Fucking train wreck, mate. So absolutely attempted. You've only been DJing two years, right? I think about that. Have you DJed in front of a group of people yet? Yes, yes, and I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've been getting some gigs up in Liverpool. Oh, right, okay. All right, okay. Yeah, I did a little... We did a cheeky back-to-back-to-back, -to -back -to -back, me and um, 007 and Babyest Baby at Bolter. Ah, brilliant. In the uh, Super Nothing Tent. I love it. I love it because, you know, and I'm sure you will relate to this as well, the kind of channeling, a kind of joy that you're sharing with people, and they're all right behind. I just can't get enough of that. I never want to let it go. I really don't. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, like you, when you're playing a tune that you love and you feel passionate about and you see a whole room of people and you're the one that hit the button on it and oh. everyone's going nuts for the same music you, you're going nuts for, it's like... Yeah. I struggle to put it into words and yeah. come out feeling almost kind of divinely gifted. Oh, that is probably slightly narcissistic, but it does feel like that, yeah. See, now I'm into 45 minutes. Where are we at? Yeah, see? 45 minutes and now I've run out of all my class material, you see? Um, I'll have to ask you about what's your favourite colour or something like that. 
Oh, I like all the colours. Yeah, what else could we talk about? I sure I thought of some things. I quite like the colour pop pinks when I'm wearing colours. Hot pink's a really sexy colour, yeah. Nice colour, like fuchsia, you know? Mm. Love it. What are we listening to now? We're listening to Broken Note, Parabolic Hex. <laughs> long, long build upon this one, long build upon this one. So when it gets going, I'm sure we're not going to be able to talk very much at all. But uh, I think it's building, it's coming, it's coming, it's getting there, it's getting near it. Oh god, it's really good. It's <laughs> really fucking good. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, it's just so well done, isn't it? I don't like a hardcore for myself. Chup, 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 you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, t- totally the same, yeah. And I kind of, I've been thinking to myself, why is it I can't get into um, stuff like the kind of Jersey Club beat? I guess it's probably maybe just what we grow up with and what's triggering our little happy points. But I can't, and yeah, I need a good solid 4-4 um, behind that break. Yeah, definitely. And that's got this kind of really echoey sound behind it as well, which is really lovely. It's like being in a cave and mm, listening, <laughs> cuddling a speaker. <laughs> really massive rig, I love it. I went up for a dog walk a couple of weeks back and there's a lady that I, I cross and you know at this time we stopped for a little chat and within moments she'd gone do you ever think about what happens to you when you die well, I'm on a dog walk I don't really want to know the omnipotence of Jesus necessarily now I want to go home and have chips for dinner do you know I'd be like well if it's only my bang face then yeah I can't wait <laughs> Bring it on! If, 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 if after you die it's just like bang face weekender for the rest of your life, then for eternity, sign me up. You know what, Kushti? If that's your happy place, mate, that's, that's probably exactly where it is. God, how long do you reckon you could last in bang face? Like, imagine if you had like days of bang face, like how long do you think you could actually manage? I, I wonder that. But are you allowed out of the complex? I.e. can you get not into the beach? You can't go to the beach. You just... No, 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 no. And you have to do at least 10 hours a day. I mean, minutes, really, at that rate, mate. Can you have shopping delivered? Oh, yeah, yeah, get shopping delivered. And obviously money and dr- drink and all the rest of it, yeah. Oh, OK. I mean, I'm done, I'll be honest. After three or four days of Cornish pasties and Buckfast, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for a glass of water. But, yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Do all the same artists play? I don't know. Maybe it would be just like every artist you could ever imagine playing. What do we do with our lives? Yeah, I suppose after a while it would get a bit, a bit boring, wouldn't it? Oh no, I feel <laughs> sacrilegious. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, four days, I'm, I'm ready for a good sit down. What's for dinner tonight? It's not crisps, I hope. <laughs> crisps for dinner again, oh great, oh, right. that's, that's really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Pins, mummy. Crisps, crisps, 40 cans of Stella, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to spread the incredibly unfeasible suggestion that it was me, in fact, Shat the in the oven at Bang Face that time. Only because I want the rumours spreading. There's no way I could chat in the oven. I'm huge. I'm getting the fuck. <laughs> Maybe some of them are pretty limber. It's, it's, it's absolute nonsense. Well, what they must have done is pulled down the kind of oven door and shat on that. You can't shit in an oven. It's not, it's not something you could do, even if you're tripping balls. You know, you never have the balance. Do you know what I mean? You can't shit in the fucking oven. It's nonsense, really. We have to test that theory out. That is what we have to do. Yeah. Bang Face Weekender. <laughs> Test out the theory. Is it possible to actually stick your ass in an oven? First one to get a video uploaded of themselves shitting in the oven. Windsor Shelley. Prove it's possible or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't possibly do that. Ed Cox, the Tetris theme tune. I chose the Tetris theme tune because people sort of recognise it immediately. This is a real kind of genre bend, wasn't it? Um, I remember driving around Sheffield with the windows open. We thought we were great. We weren't. We were really obnoxious. And we had Ed Cox on Clowncore album on, the full volume, blowing little bubbles, bubble guns at people. Because we're dead cool. <laughs> and it really divided us all up into people who were very silly and people who weren't. Um, but I'd never heard anything like it at the time. And I think he's still doing that kind of Balkan core sounds, isn't he, Xbox? It's really, really cool. But it's very playful, very silly. Here we go. This is, there you go. This is it. This is all I need. It's all I need in my life. Oh, it's fucking rinsing. Yeah, those melt units. So this is just great. I mean, this, this is hardest dunk I could 
pull out of my record collection. <laughs> I mean, forget, forget artistic merit or anything like that. And sorry for listening to this, Sean. <laughs> like, you're just like, let's just go for it, you know? Just go for it. I think there is some, I agree. There is some artistic merit in this. Um, and, and I think it's the way that he's brought those different elements from, from Rave together. I mean, we're all swimming around in a small pool, aren't we? But he's doing a really good job here. There's really some punchy sort of ragged vocals. It's great. Can find me a harder donk and, you know... I'll accept the challenge. That's it. <laughs> Sounds terrible. He's coming up from Australia. He's doing a bit of a tour of Europe, and he's going to be in Ireland. So we're going to meet for a pint or two uh, when he's over, and he's going to find his long lost relatives and all that sort of stuff. So uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing Sean. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be really, really cool. I'd like to meet up with him as well. Definitely, probably in Bristol or something. Yeah, yeah, nice guy. Nice guy. Good tunes. Yeah, mm. perfect. I'm always amazed when people come from Australia uh, yeah. to Bangface. I think I would. I would. <laughs> I find it hard just to find. I find it hard to justify it to the wife. It's like, oh yeah, I can spend two grand on a flight to go to Bangface. I'm pushing my luck as it is, you know. The thing is with Bangface is that the, the, those photos. You just got to look at those photos and be like, I've really got to be a part of that. And just the pictures alone and snail, aren't they? And I think with those photos as well, it's just not like they're not selected photos. Like that is that is what it's like. Yeah, I don't know if he would agree with me, but I was in New Zealand for a short period, about about nine months, and there's a real sense in uh, New Zealand, and I think possibly Australia as well, but definitely New Zealand, that where you're kind of the Southern Hemisphere doesn't appear to be where it's at. And I'd never thought about the world in, in, in that sort of hemispheric terms, but there's a sort of definite pool that over in the North Hemisphere we've got all the party. Uh, Australia has a few bits and pieces going on. I'm trying to think, to break cord and. Definitely for Breakcore, they've got a scene down there. I'm trying to think, what's that other... There's, there's a whole genre of music that came out of Sydney. And I forget what the hell it's called. I don't know. A variation of house. Oh, God, I'm going to have to go Google that now. Or it might have been Melbourne or something like that. Oh, yeah, Melbourne Bounce, perhaps, was it? There you go. There you go. Yes, and it was a distinct genre as well. Uh, I can't really... I can't think off the top of my head how to differentiate it from just sort of what's now sort of UK Bounce. Just sort of re... kind of just redone um, Hard House. Hmm. And now, the way I've arranged these tunes as well that you gave me, um, you know, we don't know, are we listening to a, a, an interlude of something to, to cleanse cleanse the palate, or are we? is this going to pull our teeth out in a minute? Uh, teeth. Teeth, yeah. Got you got enough. Go on, give us a few teeth. How good's your French? Shit, mate, but let's have a go. C'est la mer, mon ami. It's that, that good, right? I think it means you small something. I don't know. Oh, shit, yeah, oh, yeah I don't know. Two petit moineux. I don't know. Let me go to Google Translate. Hang on. This is, yeah, this is a bit of a palate cleanser for me, really. Uh, also, it's another one that's in waltz time. I'll fight anyone for waltz time being the best time. Every little sparrow. There we go. Every little It's very nice. Tune by Eagle. Uh, Eagle, Ruby, my dear. You know, just incredible musicianship. And this is just... It's just a moment. I've been playing this a little bit in my set. You could just sort of stop everyone in their tracks and everyone's got their hands in the air. It's a really stunning piece of music. It's, you know, it's, it's been around for a while. Is it 2012 or 2015? I don't know, but it still carries a lot of weight, definitely. Just get on with it, mate. Come on, get on with it. <laughs> Give me, I haven't got any pliers. Come on, get on with it. That's, that's what I'd be doing. I, uh, what do you want? I want... I want... There we go. Come on. Are you going to give it to me now? Come on. Come on. Come on. Give it to me. No, yeah, it's coming. No filler, all killer. That's all I need. We've got some more of that coming up. I don't know how the hell I manage it, but uh, that's, that's the sort of music I'm into. <laughs> no downtime. Oh, mate. That's fucking beautiful. Oh, I see SoundCloud's changed its logo. Uh, oh, yeah. Peace. Yeah. SoundCloud wishes peace and safety to our community in Ukraine. Oh, fair play. Nice, thank you, SoundCloud. I wonder if they're going to go as far as blocking people from Russia from using their website. That'd be controversial. I wonder, it's hard. I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not brilliant at my politics. I don't, I don't know. It's complicated. Pornhub blocked Russia, didn't they? No porn, no porn for the Russians. Yeah, but then you've got to consider all the porn that they probably make and put on Pornhub. I know, what are we going to watch? <laughs> fucking nothing like that, did you, you bastard? Don't have a nice wank and come from my own home. Might as well join the fucking army. And McDonald's in Moscow, how do they pay their staff if the banks are closed? It's not simple. 
Macs, Big Macs. Yeah, and Big Macs, obviously, yeah. Terrible wage. I ate a lot of Big Macs, did a video for Projectile Vomit uh, ages ago, took a Big Mac on a blind date. I ended up eating fucking nine Big Macs, mate. I thought my guts were going to rot out. I mean, the Big Mac had a date and well, I had oral sex with it, and, and you know, it never called me back. My mood was all wrong. I don't know if I dare ask the question physically, but <laughs> what went where? But just don't open the burger in and enjoy the taste. I think it's go from there, really, mate. <laughs> <laughs> try to sort of get my try to get my hand around it to sort of, sort of wank it in a sort of as in as in oh what my God. handle a penis, but clearly I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, are you doing anything with the TV, the phone face, or not? Yes. Uh, Yes, uh, down with projectile vomit from who are down from Liverpool. Uh, we've been concocting some ideas. I'd like to do the um, any wine please karaoke. That'd be good fun. We did that at Bolter. That was very successful. How does that work? You just said wine, so I'm interested in him more. Uh, any wine please karaoke. It's a double or half speed. Uh, so you come on, you can do it. You can do it. You know, Tina Turner at half speed. Um, Abba at double. And you know, we're here for you. We'll facilitate that. So come and have a go. Definitely sounds cool. It'd be really cool. Quite honestly, I haven't been to any of the meetings for a while, so I'm a little bit behind, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that went really well. That actually went quite, quite quickly. I, I did feel like I flagged a little bit at 45 minutes, as usual, for me, but... Um... Yeah, well, it's hard because you're kind of trying to generate an interesting discussion. I'm kind of just sitting here being led by that, really. You were really good. No, you were really good in that respect, because you do get a lot of people... Oh, thank you, mate. I don't know how much interview you've done, but I know when I've interviewed people. Some people... Some people that are professionals that have done hundreds of interviews, you ask them a question and they'll just run and run and run for ages. And and then they'll, they'll almost you know, come to an end, you know? It's a right script, yeah. Because they've done so many, they will just talk and talk and talk, you know? Uh, that does make your life easy. I mean, I'm, I will be umming and ahhing a hell of a lot on that. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, you were great. No, you were really good. Really good. You, you, you got some people and it's like, oh, yeah, so, you know... The pilot died, and then you came into the cockpit and you landed that 747 and you saved all the lives of those people. Uh, that was a really heroic thing. How, how, how do you feel after that? Yeah, all right. Fuck me, yeah. God, give me something. <laughs> Jesus. So, you know, and yeah, but then when the pilot died, like, how did you manage to get up to the cockpit? Well, they just said, can I know a pilot plane? I just said, yeah. Yeah. Really? Is that, I'm, I'm, I'm dramatising it, but you do get people like that, and it's like so hard to make conversation with them so hard yeah it's kind of weird I, I kind of endlessly fascinated by that you know just in real life as well just seeing like how to pr- how to probe into people to get uh, something coherent <laughs> it's quite interesting yeah have you ever listened to Louis Theroux mm. he is such a good interviewer I've, I've watched him many times and you watch him and he'd be like he's very good so the person that opened the door that was your brother he, he'd just like open up a can of worms yeah no I agree I am fascinated with Louis through as well but I kind of I think what he's, he's creating a very safe and you're doing it as well you create a very safe space for people yeah and you're not he's not over interrogating them and actually sits doesn't he you, it's t- it takes a couple of days for him to get to that yeah. point with oh, yeah. people where they start yeah. really opening up and I think that's the thing Just, if you're not threatening if you don't feel threatened or interrogated you kind of you know you kind of get a bit looser with the you know a bit more intimate with the things you're willing to discuss I think that's yeah This is a new track by Jipe. It's called God Meltdown, and I've in- but I've included it because it's just it's some of the hardest stuff that I've got in my record collection. It's a real guilty pleasure, isn't it? Just um, banging around to this, these kind of noises. This is that. Yeah, I love it. There's, like I say, no, no, no downtime on it, except for this bit. <laughs> no, and these, yeah, these really kind of cheesy interludes, which we all love to. Oh yeah, it's I a real was, guilty I, I pleasure. I think it's hilarious that it's when they have like. Before the drop, the vocal before the drop, as a, as a, as a, it's just so cliche. But it's always like, then they saw the nightmare, and then it's a drop. You know, it's like, oh seriously, it's so hilarious. I know. I know. This one's talking about secret place of uh, safety now. Oh, this happens. Secret place of safety. I've gotten to Atomal and have it I'm very much enjoying the dropping kind of chip tune classical over this stuff as well. Which is um that's nice. That sounds pretty cool, yeah. Serene mate. That famous ballet, um doof lake. <laughs> Swan doof. <laughs> oh man. Yes, this is this is it for me. Yeah, it's a rinse. Oh, beautiful. 
Yeah, if you have some unresolved issues, you can definitely go and dance to this. My mates used to run a night called Tinnitus over in Sheffield. Oh, was ages ago now. We would listen to stuff like that and then come home and you know, the after party and really gentle kind of. We got brain dance down, brain dance now, don't we? IDM and so maxed out on rave that you just can't listen to rave for like a couple of days. You just have to listen to ABBA. ABBA, ABBA's a good go-to for me. Yeah, I listen to a lot of smooth and classic FM when I'm not um, you know, doing this, <laughs> and, then, and and then stuff that's a real breath of fresh air. Or on the way to the airport to Bang Face, it's like listening to classical music, you know? Cleanse the palate before the before the mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, yeah sa- save yourself, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's Thursday, 2pm, you <laughs> came over, yeah. Thursday, 2pm, I'm running the gates. <laughs> Come on, open up! <laughs> <laughs> Please! Come on, I love you! I'm, I promise I won't go on about you every day for the rest of my life, never, ever again, I promise. It sounds very one-dimensional, but... Mm. I don't care. (laughs) So, Wide for Five, uh, come to the end of the show. Can't believe it. Uh, Hour of beautiful music and uh, lots of highs and lots of more highs it's fantastic so <laughs> thanks for taking the time to take the call thank you loads for having me on it's been bloody lovely thank you wicked alright take it easy see you soon I'll catch you there bye bye mate bye bye love <laughs> 